We now begin the fourth parak of Chala, parak Dalad, Mishnah Aleph, four one. The starting topic here is the issue of doughs combining together to be obligated in the Chala. That is, say you have two separate batches of dough, which later on come together. You'll recall that the way they have to come together is, according to the Chacham, that the two doughs touch in a way they're so commingled that when you pull them apart, one takes away some of the dough from the other. So they are yeshuchu, they bite into each other. And according to the other sheet of Lezer, is that it needs to be in a single container that would combine the two. Machlokas are shown if they need to touch in that container or not. But there are more factors to consider. The most basic principle governing these issues is, if a person would be makbid and not want their doughs to combine, then they're not going to combine. And if a person isn't makbid, he doesn't mind that they combine, then if they do become commingled or in the box together, then they do become combined, meaning that the shirim combine, and if the combined shear of the two doughs add up to the requisite five-fourths of a kav, 43.2 eggs worth of flour, then it must have challah taken from it. So the Mishnah begins by saying, Shtei nashim, you have two women, she'asu shnei kabin, they made two doughs, each dough had a kav of flour inside of it. Now a single kav is not enough, you need to have five-fourths of a kav, it's more than one kav. And therefore, each one by themselves is an obligated nechal. The question is, if if they come into contact one with the other, again, contact doesn't literally mean just simply touching. It means that they combine together in a way that when you pull them apart, one will tear away from the other, according to the Chum. Uh, so the question is, at that point, are they mitzdaref? Do they combine now? Now you have a single dough that has the past, the five-fourths kav requirement. So the idea here is that we assume, under normal circumstances, Two women don't want their doughs to combine. They have separate doughs for reason. One's for me, one's for you. And that being the case, since we're mock and we don't want them combining, if they inadvertently did combine, they will not be mitzaref. And that's what the Mishnah says. It doesn't matter, even if they're the exact same type of dough, meaning let's say they're both wheat flour doughs, it doesn't matter. Paturim. Each one remains exempt from the challah requirement because the ladies are mock, but they shouldn't be combined. Therefore, they're not combining, even if they're physically attached and of the same type. Now, even if they are two doughs owned by a single woman, so then it still kind of depends. If it's min bamino, if it's twice two doughs each of the same type, let's say they're both you know wheat flour dough, so then there's no real difference whatsoever. And such a woman, we can presume, we are the mission is assuming that such a woman is not makpida. She doesn't really care if the doughs you know combine or not. Therefore, chayev. In such a scenario, her doughs, if they combine now together to be passed the requisite amount, they're obligated in challah taking. Vishalobamino, but if they are of two different types, like let's say she has a wheat loaf and a barley loaf, so presumably she is makpida, she doesn't want those two to combine, they don't look alike. It would look funny to have the challah be half wheat and half barley cut in the middle, so to speak. And that being the case, patur, even if the combined wheat and barley together pass five fourths of a kav, the doughs combined still are exempt from challah. Yushalmi seems to say that this is just based on the presumptions as I set it forth. But if, hypothetically, you have two women who really don't care if their doughs combine and if one ends up, you know, taking some of the other and so on and so forth, then presumably the two women's doughs, in the first case of the Mishnah, um, would be obligated in Chala. And similarly, if you have a woman who, in our case, we, let's say she has two doughs which she, of the same type, for some reason she's mocked, but they shouldn't combine for whatever reason that would be, then it would be exempt if they happen to inadvertently, yes, combine. Because it depends upon whether or not the two dough owners, or the one owner who owns both doughs, is in fact um, makpid, a particular 
that they shouldn't combine or should combine.